0: Yesterday, I got my wires crossed and thought that uh, I was having the Comptroller on uh, Wednesday at 810. And then I look back at the emails. I'm like, oh, no, it's supposed to be Thursday. So uh, we've done a good solid 24 hours of promotion for this next 10-minute segment uh, with my guest, uh, Illinois Comptroller Susana Mendoza on the WMAY morning news feed. I'm Greg Bishop at 811 now in the capital city. Comptroller, thanks for taking time with us this morning. Uh, how you doing out there?
1: I'm doing okay, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on. It's always fun. I didn't realize I was getting a whole day ahead of time promotion.
0: Right? <laughs> I, I typically don't do that. I typically don't promote, you know, hey, we're talking to this person. Uh, no, but I greatly do appreciate you taking the time because there's always a lot to talk about. Uh, but I do want to start with this lawsuit. It's funny because my, uh, my colleague, Cole, uh, he covered the story when it happened, uh, gosh, I don't know, even three years ago or something. Uh, and then he messaged me uh, late last week and, and, and he said he saved himself a calendar reminder uh, to remind him about the case and it popped up and he's like, what's going on here? And sure enough, the case popped up again. Uh, So we all kind of forgot about this, but what happened with the case that uh, former state senators brought uh, uh, against the, the state seeking back pay?
1: Yeah, it is kind of pathetic that you have to set a calendar appointment for these ridiculous lawsuits. Um, you know, I know it's radio, but, like, if you could see me, I'm just shaking my head the whole time you're talking, uh, like, left and right. It's just so insane. Um, we, unfortunately, on Thursday, we lost around in court. Uh, you may recall, for your audience who you may not know the specifics, so just as a refresher course here, um, we have two, I would say, shameless grifter uh, ex senators um, who sued the state of Illinois, in other words, me directly as a controller, four years ago, which is why some people may have forgotten about this, but clearly I have not. And um, what happened was that these two legislators, it was that Senator, former Senator Michael Nolan, who sadly enough today is a sitting judge in King County, earning more than $200,000 a year for doing who knows what. But, um, and then the other one was Senator James Claiborne, former Senator James Claiborne. Um, both of these individuals, you know, the, the, this is the sickest part of the story, is that um, over multiple times, in over several year periods, they proactively voted to not take a COLA increase. Um, a lot of people consider the COLA increases, which are the cost of living adjustments that are done year to year, uh, to be seen as raises, right? And so, These legislators, along with a whole heck of a lot of other ones, went ahead and did what appeared to be the right thing at the time, which was reject the pay raise, especially given how uh, difficult financial times have been for people in Illinois. And not only did they vote against taking the pay raise, but the especially egregious part is, is that they used their vote to gain a ton of publicity for themselves. They used it on their campaign mailers during re-election time. Uh, They pontificated on the House floor. It's not like they just even voted against taking the race, but they got up on the House floor and they thumped their chest as to how how it was the right thing to do and essentially patted themselves on the back for being such honorable, upstanding legislators and then um, used it in all of their mailings. And those two individuals happened to be the two senators that were mentioned in Senate Democratic um, press releases that went out—I mean, they were front and center on this whole movement to reject the pay raises. Well, fast forward a few years, they're no longer in the legislature, and now King County Judge Michael Nolan turns around and sues me, the controller, four years ago because he wants his money back. Because huh? yeah. not have realized that he was violating the Constitution, or he just didn't know what he was doing. I'm being sarcastic and um, wants the court to fix his error and pay him all his uh, money that he should have gotten back then, according to him, if he were following the Constitution, and he wants it all now. So, look, big brazen money grab by both of these guys. It's shameful, and it's, you know, unfortunately, another day here in Illinois with with people that are are really violating the public's trust.
0: And we're talking tens of thousands of dollars each could be paid out, right?
1: Yes, and in this case, the judge on Thursday thankfully ruled that it only applies to um, former Senator Nolan and former Senator Claiborne, Um, and thankfully not every single legislator who ever voted down their pay raises, but um, I'm telling you, it's just really disgusting. Um, I can think of, you know, so many other ways to utilize $167,000 that are due to these guys, according to the judge. Um, especially in the middle of a global pandemic. And, you know, as controller, it's my job to manage the state through this fiscal crisis. So, yes, look, I'm appealing this thing. I've been fighting it for four years, and I'm going to take it as far as it needs to go. And, um, you know, it's again, it's just a shameful display of, of brazen, um, self-indulgence by these two legislators, or former legislators,
0: I should say. State uh, Comptroller Susana Mendoza joining us here on the WMAY morning news feed at 816. So we'll definitely follow that case. Uh, maybe I'll have to put a another calendar reminder on my calendar to remind me in two <laughs> or three years. We'll see what happens. So. You know what?
1: Don't worry, because... Um, Every time this happens, I'm certainly not a, a wallflower about it. I'm very, <laughs> well, very outspoken about this issue. So if you skip your calendar appointment, uh, you'll hear about it. Trust <laughs> me.
0: Uh, Comptroller, something else I definitely wanted to talk with you about, uh, and it's uh, something that you and the governor have previously discussed, uh, even publicly, about how to best use the $7.5 billion. Um, so what, what's your uh, uh, take on, on, on how to how to use that money uh, to, to have it best? impact the state's troubled finances?
1: Yeah, well, thanks for the question. Look, without a doubt, without a doubt, I believe it's imperative that we spend down that uh, $7.5 billion that is coming to us from the federal stimulus package um, to pay down the state's borrowing that we had to do just to get through the pandemic. So you may recall that we had to borrow billions from the federal government. And it was a smart move because we we were able to borrow that at what would have been below market rates for the state of Illinois. And we were able to leverage that money when we didn't have enough revenue coming in because people lost their jobs or, for example, um, you know, the entertainment and hospitality industry just froze up or dried up. And so we were not seeing the revenues come into the state of Illinois sufficient to be able to pay the bills during this pandemic. So being able to leverage, um, you know, uh, a financing at a low interest rate for us was the best way to, um, to get through that. And then on top of that, I targeted each and every one of those dollars that I could towards bills that we could pay that would also give us a federal match. So, for example, when we borrowed the $2 billion from the Federal Reserve, we turned it into $3.5 billion by paying down medical bills during a pandemic that were giving us uh, $0.56 on the dollar. So I think we we stretched the value of that uh, borrowing as much as humanly possible to give taxpayers the best return. Now, having said that, that money has to be paid back, and that's the responsible approach. So I made it very clear the minute I heard, and even before we knew that we were going to be getting the stimulus for sure, that if we were to get a stimulus, we had to prioritize those dollars uh, towards paying back our debt. That's the responsible approach. Uh, to target our bill backlog, which today is about $5 billion, which is still significant. But you might recall it's way better than the $16.7 billion that I inherited from the prior administration. So $5 billion, uh, you're, we're looking better, but that's still significant. So any bills that we can uh, target that are eligible uh, to be utilized by these uh, federal funds to pay down and chip away at that bill backlog, we want to do that. And then not all of it will be eligible for the for the uh, stimulus funding um, to be used. So if there's a little extra, um, I think it's a good idea, as do I think a, a bipartisan group of legislators and the governor, to target uh, some of those dollars to help small businesses who've been devastated by the uh, pandemic and to get people back to work and, and stimulate the economy. So uh, remember, we're only going to get 3.75 um, of that in the uh, in this fiscal year, and that the rest of it won't come until almost a year from
0: now. What do you say to those lawmakers, though, that are vying to uh, possibly expand programs or to, to create new programs, uh, seeing that money as something that they can capture?
1: Yeah, and that's just one of the most frustrating things for me, and that's why I've been so crystal clear from the get-go that this money spoken for. Um, we shouldn't be getting any ideas about new spending. Um, it should only be utilized to pay down our debt uh, you know, pay down the bill backlog to um, stimulate the economy, and with a one-time, let's say, grant to affected businesses. And it's not like Mom and Dad sent us a check for our birthday, right? We can't go buy a new bike with it. So, just please don't get excited. Um, we're still in debt, and we've gotta we've gotta utilize this money in a way that that is the most responsible. And most importantly, you know, the markets are looking at what we're doing here in Illinois, and in the middle of a global pandemic. We just went with two of the rating agencies from a negative rating. Of course, we're still teetering right above junk bond status, right? So we we have to get away from that. But we went from negative rating to a stable rating, and that's because of our responsible approach to managing this fiscal crisis. And so that doesn't happen by itself, and I think it just validates the approach that I've been taking, which is pay back our bills, pay down our borrowing, be responsible, tighten your belt, and don't go spending money as if, you know, we had a budget surplus. So um, this is the r- responsible approach that we have to take. I'm going to continue to be loud and potentially obnoxious about that uh, so that people get the message.
0: Comptroller Susana Mendoza, always appreciate chatting with you. And uh, we'll connect again soon, all right?
1: Yeah, take care. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for having me on.